You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcasts from. This is Locked On Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, where we dive into this team every single day. It's the highest rated podcast about the Kansas City Royals with the most listeners of any Royals podcast. So be sure to check that out as well. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from, including the Odyssey app and the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. On today's show, brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com for their amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts of your car you need, rockauto.com. We're going to dive into the Kansas City Royals taking care of business again. They not only got the series win over the weekend, winning all three in Detroit, They won Monday afternoon as well, going four for four against Detroit, getting their first four-game sweep on the road since 1999. I was two years old when this team went on the road and won four straight games. This team defied odds because it's, it's incredibly hard to sweep in this league and you swept a team on the road no matter how bad they are. You swept them on the road four straight times. And... It didn't look pretty. It didn't look smooth, but it got done. The job got done. And we first have to talk about Brad Keller because Brad Keller is the biggest story of this game. I said on the pregame show on Monday that I don't particularly care what the, what the game looks like. If you win or lose the game, I care about the results and, and and I care about the results of Brad Keller uh, and the process of how he got to those results. And it's a mixed bag because if you look at a certain, uh, if you look at a certain way, right, six innings, Two runs given up, a quality start by every measurable, including the actual quality start tap and the quality start uh, stat. However, he still had immense command issues. He still was overthrowing. He still allowed six, eight hits, I should say, allowed two walks. It was not very sharp. It was hard hit. There was still a lot of bad in this start for Brad Keller, specifically the way it started out with a couple straight walks. It's... It's a mixed bag in this sense because you're happy that he kind of fought through that, right? You're happy they kind of battled through all that adversity, but you would prefer him not to get in that adversity at all. And he would also prefer not to get into that adversity. Um, I think that the command issues are the biggest thing to talk about here. Um, the fact that he's having his pitch count go up and he's walking guys and uh, he's giving up hard hit balls. You know, I think that a lot of it is just due to overthrowing and a lot of it is just due to him not relaxing a bit and, and I wonder how it would change if he had a good start opening day, right? Because it feels like ever since opening day, he's been trying to play catch up. He's been trying to kind of reverse what he did day one, and you can't do that. You know, it's like if you get down by seven runs in the first inning, and your next batter who leads off the next inning tries to hit a five-run shot to to dead center, whenever he should really try to get on base. It's kind of like that where you know, it feels like Brad Keller's pressing a bit. He's pressing too much and he's trying to win everybody back and win back. Uh, his title of being the best pitcher on the staff in one outing. And, and you can't do that. You, you can't, you just can't, you have to build up that equity back up uh, to what you had last year. 
And I think that maybe now that he saw that he can work in and out of trouble and that he did come out of this with a quality start, no matter how it happened, it still happened, right? No matter how he got there, no matter how bad he looked at times, he still got to that quality start. Maybe now he can take that pressure off of him because he did his job. It wasn't dominant. It wasn't awesome. But he did his job. He kept you in the ball game. He kept you in a competitive game and allowed you to win a ball game. That's the bottom line. He allowed you to win a ball game. He did not pitch you out of a ball game. He did his job. And so I wonder if this can take some of that pressure off of him. If this can lift something off of him to where um, he can just go out there and pitch next time. Because it did, he's bouncing balls, he's missing highs, missing all around the plate. He's not hitting his spots whatsoever. And it felt as though he was just overdoing it. And can he take that step back? Now, he got some good defensive plays. I mean, the Nicky Lopez play, the chop down Miguel Cabrera. While Nicky Lopez rushed it, and you're lucky you have Salvador Perez back there, and it didn't end up hurting Perez on that play, he still cut the runner down at home and were able to prevent a run. He got some good defense. He had some bad spots. Again, the eight hits and the two walks are not very good. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is runs given up, and you only give up two of them, no matter how you know, maybe fortunate you were to only give up two of them. I just want to see I want to say this is a good first step for Keller just because he didn't allow the game to unravel. Uh, but again, we have to see it more. We have to see it even better than this. This cannot be the end result for Keller. Because more often than not, when you put yourself in that spot, when you give up eight hits in, in six innings and a couple walks, more often than not, whenever you put yourself in that spot, you're going to be caught and you're going to be burned. And you weren't burned today, necessarily. The two runs hurt, but you weren't necessarily burned today. And more often than not, you will be. So this is not a great start for Keller. It's not an awful start for Keller. There's still very many things he needs to correct and fix. But at the end of the day, it's a step in the right direction. Fighting through that adversity is a step in the right direction. Now let's try to avoid that adversity. Let's try to avoid that awful start. Let's try to avoid those trouble innings. Let's try to pick up where you left off with the rest of the rotation. But at the end of the day, if you have two shaky starters, right? You had Junis as a shaky starter in the Tampa Bay series, and you've had Keller as a shaky starter all year. If it turns out when the dust settles that those are your two shaky starters, and of the five guys, you have two guys who just have no idea if they're going to be nails or if they're going to be awful. And a five-man rotation in 2021 in the American League, that's kind of exactly what every team deals with for the most part. That's what every team deals with. They have a couple guys at the end of the, of the rotation who you know, could be electric, could be god-awful. And then in between those two guys, you have Brady Singer, who can have Cy Young stuff. You have Mike Miner, who can keep you competitive in a game. Not win you a game, but keep you competitive. And you have Danny Duffy, who's right now playing and pitching as though he's the best pitcher in the American League. How long can that last for? I don't know, but it certainly is bailing out guys like Brad Keller right now. So it's very fortunate for Kansas City. And you're exactly where you thought you'd be in the sense of just different players are doing it, right? You thought you'd have a, a guy like Brad Keller that would kind of, that your offense would need to pick up every single game, every single start that he makes you, that your offense has to pick him up. You just thought that that guy would be Mike Miner or Danny Duffy, not Brad Keller. It's happening in kind of the same order we thought, just a different name is doing it. Instead of Duffy going out there and going five of five innings of two-run ball, he's a sub-one ERA. <laughs> You're right. It's just a different, a different name on the stat line that's giving you the stat line you wanted to begin with from your four or five starters. But the command issue is is difficult to swallow. I mean, that's exactly why Chris Bubich was sent down was because of command issue, uh, command issues. And you wonder if this is correctable 
if he needs maybe some time off or, or whatever the case is that he needs, how do you fix it? Because you can't teach anybody how to throw a lot better, right? I mean, I know there's driveline now and there's different tools pitchers use. You can't really teach stuff, but you can totally teach command and control and, and figure out how to get guys to hit their spots. And Keller's not doing that right now. My positive for Keller leaving this game is just the simple fact that he was able to fight through adversity and battle back and show to himself and to his team that every start, he doesn't have to unravel in the second inning. He can get into trouble in the first inning, second inning, work through it, and give up two runs through six. It's a great job. It's a great job to battle. But you want to see him get back to last year where he wasn't really battling every start. He was just dominant every start. Uh, and we'll see if he can do that. Now, coming up, we'll talk about the bullpen. It was really good, especially Greg Holland. I have to talk about him working around that, that leadoff triple and much more. But first, I want to tell you about your friends over at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com has a new collection, 1010. It's a uh, capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond ring designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy to her life using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. 10 female design masters have each produced some beautiful looking rings. Rings that are sure to bring joy to her life using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. 10 female design masters have produced unique, beautiful wings, ideal for engagements, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They are the perfect way to bright in her life and bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day, only at BlueNow.com. Search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight at fair price points, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They will not be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10, only at BlueNow.com. Now, let's talk about your friends over at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business, and RockAuto.com is selling you auto parts online for 20 years. It's a family-owned business doing this for 20 years. 20 years ago, I was three years old. I had no idea how to work the internet. You probably didn't even know how to work the internet, but you could have been going to RockAuto.com and finding all the parts your car will ever need. It is truly a great thing, RockAuto.com is. And let me tell you my favorite part. My favorite part is that I know nothing about cars. I can't tell you how to change anything in a car, how to work on a car, how to do anything with a car. I can say how to drive one, how to fill up gas in one. That's it. That's all I know. And I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to know is my make, my model, my year, which is very simple. I put that into their database and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way I'm not wasting my time, resources, and effort on parts I cannot use, parts I do not need. It's that simple. It's that easy. Go to rockauto.com and skip the upcharge. Go to rockauto.com. Find their amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car ever need, rockauto.com. I'm going to say right now, my good friends over at the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast, because this year, the Lockdown Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover NFL Draft Live. So get instant analysis from the Lockdown local experts and the Draft Network's regional experts by subscribing to the Lockdown NFL YouTube page. That's the Lockdown NFL YouTube page to get a live three-day event covering the NFL Draft. Live coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th through May 1st on YouTube. Locked on NFL YouTube page. I know the Chiefs will not have a first-round pick, but it's for a good reason with Orlando Brown coming to town. But you can still watch the Locked On Chiefs guys cover the Chiefs Draft in days two and three. So check it out. Locked on NFL on YouTube. Live coverage from April 29th through May 1st. So I want to talk now about the rest of the pitching staff. Let's just get the pitching staff out of the way. Um, because there's a lot to dive into. 
So you go with Greg Holland in this game. We'll get to that in a second because after Keller, he gives you a quality start. You turn to Barlow, and Barlow works into trouble. He, he lets two guys on right away. You know The two guys that let off the inning got on, and then he strikes out three straight. Two, two walks to start the game, or two, two walks to start his outing, I should say, and then three straight strikeouts. He was awesome in working out of that trouble, and that's part of the reason why you're so confident in this bullpen because this bullpen is mentally tough and has the stuff to get out of situations like this. I mean, not many pitchers out of the bullpen and many teams can start their outing with two guys on and then strike out three straight. I know it's the Tigers. I know the Tigers are terrible, but still, it's impressive. And then you call on Greg Holland, who had that fluky IL stint. Same thing with Josh Stalmont, how he goes on there for one day because of, you would assume, COVID, uh, and then comes off of it. And he gets in this one, and he's had a rocky start to his season. Holland has by far been the second worst pitcher in the bullpen because Jake Newberry still exists. Um, but Holland... Gives up a leadoff triple. Abdu just knocks him around. A leadoff triple. And what does Greg Holland do? Two strikeouts and a flyout. He's good to go. He gets out of it. Now, I would have liked to see Jake Brinson in that spot. I would have liked to see um, a lot of other people in that spot. But Holland got his chance, stood up, withstood that adversity. And for today, your pitching staff battled. And they battled tough. They hung in there. And they made it work. And your staff combined gives up nine hits, and eight of them came from your starting pitcher, Brad Keller. That was pretty impressive. Ten strikes as a staff, four of them from Keller, three from Barlow, two from Holland, and then one from Josh Stamont, who comes in to get his second save of the year and shut the door on the Detroit Tigers. He has to walk to Miguel Cabrera, but he does get a strikeout and does not give up a hit in this one. And it makes you wonder, is Josh Demont the next closer of this team? I think that the answer to that question is ultimately no. Um, if you're like looking for, like I have him, I have him on my fantasy team because he gets strikeouts out of the bullpen and I kind of messed up my starting pitching rotation. But if you're looking for like the, the guy that's going to get saves on this team and lead up saves on this team, um, I still think that the question and the answer to that question is no because I think that Mike Mathena does not view this team in terms of closer, setup, setup, closer, right? I don't think that this team is workshop that way. I think that if there was a case scenario where you know you're in a one-run game in the in the sixth and two guys get on with your starting pitcher in there still, and you need to pull him out of there, then you go to your best arm, and that could be Josh Stomont one day, to where now you move him out of the bullpen of the ninth inning role into the sixth inning role just because you need to get out of trouble and get out of that fire position. I think that that's how Matheny's gonna view the, the closer role, the, the quote unquote closer role. He's gonna treat them all as high leverage guys, and whichever spot he sees fit with these guys. They go into now stuff wise. And if he has the talent to do it, Josh DeMont has the talent to be an elite closer in this league. He has the talent to be a Wade Davis type of arm in this league to close out games. That's his talent level. Uh, but philosophy wise, I don't think Matheny will want to limit Josh or anybody to that closer role and shoehorn them in there only to be a closer. I think that the, it'll be more fluid and more organic to where what spot can we get these guys into and you fit them in there. And not, hey, let's save Josh because we want him to close the game and get a save stat. I don't think that they really care about the save stat. They just care about winning games. And if and if Josh is going to be more valuable to win the game in the seventh versus the ninth, so be it. I will say though, what does allow him the luxury to use Josh more towards the ninth inning is that you have a lot of other firemen. So like if your bullpen's fully healthy, like like let's say you get the off day Thursday, for example, 
You get the off day Thursday, and let's say that on Wednesday, before that off day, you have your starter go seven strong and you use two relievers, eight the ninth. Well, then if you, that means your bullpen's fully and totally, absolutely healthy and totally energized and, and everybody's available. Well, if everyone's available, you have so many arms and a plethora of arms that short of your starter just getting shelled in the first inning, if your starter can go five, six innings, well, then yes, Josh can be used in the ninth because it's not like you're using subpar arms to wait on Josh. You're using guys like Scott Barlow. You're using guys like Jake Brintz. You're using guys like Greg Holland, Wade Davis. You're using those kind of arms. Kyle Zimmer is in that category as well. You're using those kind of arms to get to the ninth and bridge the gap to the ninth. Whereas it's not a, a significant drop-off to where you don't you can't save them because you can still save them with this talent. But if your bullpen is shorthanded one day and you think that the biggest moment of this game is going to be the seventh inning, then you use them right then and you figure out the rest later. I think that that's the way Mike McKinney is going to do this. I think that that's the way they're going to view this um, for this season at least. But Josh, in terms of stuff and in terms of talent, oh yeah, oh yeah, he can be a closer in this league for sure. If we're just looking at this on talent and, and mental makeup and stuff, absolutely, he can do that. But I don't think that Matheny will want to do that. And I don't blame him for that. I like the, the idea that you know we trust our guys out of the bullpen and whoever we think is the very best option is going to try to get us out of a jam if we work into one. And so in this game, it just so happened that your jams really worked into by guys you just put in like Barlow. He gave up the two walks to lead things off. Yeah, that's one of the two batters you can't replace him yet. And then he strikes out the next guy and you feel comfortable with him with a runner on first to get a ground ball. He strikes out the next guy and then the pressure's off and there's no point to kind of take him out because then he just strikes out the next guy and he's out of it. So like you don't want to take him out of a high leverage situation that he put himself into, especially because you can't with less than three batters faced. Greg Holland, the leadoff triple, again, first batter of the game. You cannot take him out at that point. You've got to live with Greg Holland at that point to where he was, Matheny was never given the chance uh, to really have Josh go into the game anywhere else. And so you might as well wait for the ninth to put him in there. And you'll love the stuff from Josh Dunlop. I mean, in this game, he literally did not have his curveball. He just didn't have it. He was spiking the curveball every time he threw it. He was walking Miguel Cabrera. But yet, you knew he'd get out of it because he has such an overpowering and dominant pitch with that fastball that he's just going to dominate you and you, there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing you can do about it. And it's so good that can fool hitters. I mean, he threw a 3-2 fastball at his eyeball level, and the guy still swung under it and missed it. Absolutely whiffed on it. Even though it would have been ball four, and he had another base runner on. Had the first base runner on because it was a strike up the first leadoff batter. Nonetheless, you know, he still can fool you with that fastball, even without a curveball as a threat, really. You just saw him spike it two straight times. And he's even more dominant whenever he can show you that curveball, whenever he can establish that curveball. So Josh absolutely can be a closer in this league. Let's talk about the offense coming up. But first, I want to tell you about good friends over at betonline.ag. Listen, folks, betonline.ag is fabulous. It's the fast and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. While football might be over, the NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. You can still bet on the NFL draft as well, even though football is over in terms of games being played. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and perhaps almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Use promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag. For that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, you can bet on every single Royals game with me at betonline.ag. Promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at the Locked On Today podcast. The Locked On Today podcast is giving you all the sport news you need in under 
20 minutes. With the Locked On Today podcast, hosted by Pete Bukowski, we'll update you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Now let's talk about this offense that produced just three runs in this one, but there were still some good moments. For example, you had Nicky Lopez hit a leadoff triple in one inning that Carlos Santana brings him around a score on a home run, a two-run shot that really helped you out in that second inning. And how crucial is it, as we talked about Monday, for Nicky Lopez to set the table for Whit Merrifield. Nicky Lopez also puts it down a sack bunt that moves the runner over and allows that runner to score. Nicky Lopez was all over this game. He continues to be all over this game. Nicky Lopez was awesome. Witt gets a hit. He gets a sack fly RBI. Santana gets the home run. Two RBIs. And then Salvador Perez leaves this game with a thumb injury, and he's day-to-day from this point on. I, you know, I, I think maybe we won't see him tomorrow, uh, but I don't think it'll be anything serious in terms of the IL or anything. I think that he'll just kind of miss a game or two. And tomorrow you'll probably see O'Hearn at DH, and so Lair and Wright and Santana at first, and Gallagher behind the plate, and then the rest of your ordinary lineup. And heck, you maybe even sit Perez both games in Pittsburgh, because honestly, I know the Pittsburgh Pirates are playing better than expected, but still, they're not a good team, and this is a team that the, the Royals should absolutely take care of. That's where you can afford to set Perez for two games in Pittsburgh. Gallagher's a good catcher in his own right, not as good of a hitter, of course, but a good catcher in his own right, and you just kind of get by against Pittsburgh, and you are able to win two games in Pittsburgh, and he'll join you for a very pivotal weekend against the Minnesota Twins. He's officially there today, and we'll see whenever he plays, if it's tomorrow, if it's Wednesday, or if it's all the way until Friday. We'll see what happens. He got hurt on that play again with a chop-down throw from Nicky Lopez, who, again, was all over this game, even in the field as well. Uh, so this is a great win. Unbelievable that they pulled it off. Again, this is unprecedented. I mean, it's, it's the first time since 1999, to put into context for it, since 1999 on the road that they've won four straight games, that they've swept a four-game series on the road since 1999. And they've played bad teams, and they've been bad teams, right? They've been the bad team, and they've played bad teams. Uh, since 1999 on the road for four games. And this is the first time they pull off a sweep. That's really hard to do, and so you really need to appreciate it. And once again, this team goes above and beyond in terms of expectation. Hopefully, against Pittsburgh, you take both games. That's my expectation. That's my ask. We'll see if they do it. We'll see if they can accomplish it. The bare minimum is, is split it, but the expectation is to win both of them. We'll see if they accomplish that. We'll see if they do it. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time, you want to be loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement. This is the place where the ball. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see. Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball